Loyal listeners of the Mark Aram Show know I've got a never-ending quest to uh, interview on the radio every cast member of one of my favorite movies, Revenge of the Nerds. Check another name off the list. Joining us on the show, Timothy Busfield, a.k.a. Poindexter from Revenge of the Nerds. Timothy, welcome to the program. How are you, sir? Wow. Thanks for having me on, Mark. Pleasure, pleasure. Uh, we'll get to your your current endeavors in just a second, but I but as I said, I'm a huge fan of uh, Revenge of the Nerds and uh, Poindexter, especially an amazing character. What was the experience like? That was earlier in your career, right? Doing Revenge of the Nerds. It was phenomenal. I'd originally read in that for the Anthony Edwards role, and then a month went by, my agent called and said, "Okay, what would you read?" They have a, a the last of the nerds. He doesn't have any dialogue in it, uh, and they would just refer. They'd have the nerds, and they they'd say, you know, Lewis and Gilbert and Wormser and Booger and all those guys, and then, and his name was Lipschultz at the time, a violin playing Henry Kissinger type is what they wanted. So I went to a local thrift shop and I found the guy and did the hair and they had the glasses and put on a suit and then went home and showed my wife who died laughing and said that's the funniest character yet. And then went to the audition. Susan Arnold, the casting director, came out and said, I don't know who you are. You have to leave. And I said, it's Tim Busfield. And she goes, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And took me in the room, and I, I did the dance. To, but this was to Michael Jackson's Billy Jean. That's really like it is in the movie. And in the room, on the spot, the only time this has ever happened, Jeff Canoe said, you're the guy, uh, and you got this part. Uh, and uh, it was a great experience. It was great fun. Uh, we were a bunch of guys in our 20s trying to make each other laugh in a, in a hotel in Tucson and on the set. And uh, it's my favorite movie experience because uh, of that. And, I, and all I did all day long was try to make everybody laugh. And it was a great, great time and turned out to be a really good movie. Yeah, everyone I've talked to that's, that was a part of that movie basically echoes the same thing. It was just a great time. It was a great period. You guys were all younger and you were... Uh, able to have fun. Uh, you you were unrecognizable as Poindexter. I got to ask you about the glasses. How could you even see, or what did you see when you were wearing those things? I couldn't see anything, and we just incorporated it. Eddie Marks, the, the costume designer, said, "I said I can't see," and he said, "Use it." Uh, and I said, "I'm going to have to." So you know, you know, the, it just sort of you know bumping into walls like Poindexter. It became like I'm just going to do that, and. And embrace the fact that that this guy can't see, and uh, uh, it was a it was a really good uh, a time for me because of that. And I never experienced it. I tell you where it was rough. But Revenge of the Nerds Two, which is not that good a movie, but <laughs> shooting in Fort Lauderdale at spring break, uh, I, I the sun was so intense. A lot of nerds one is at night and shot nights, which are okay when you've got two. Uh, magnifying glasses on your iris, <laughs> but when you're when you're when you're in 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 Florida in the heat of summer on a beach, you're like this was a horrible idea. <laughs> uh, I, I came back and I said the doctor, I think I have a brain tumor, and he said where, and I pointed, I felt it, and I said right there, and he and and he said, you know, you might have a brain tumor with the exception of the fact that you think you can touch it with your hand, and there's a skull between <laughs> your finger and the brain. Could it be that you just came back from playing that idiot Poindexter for seven weeks with those horrible glasses of the sun? And I said, I, that's probably it. And it was. It was just, it, it hurt my head. Listen, I, Timothy, I will never forget the great times had at Hotel Coral Essex. So it, it might not have been as good as the first one, but uh, I will always fondly remember 
Hotel Coral Essex. Um, talking to Timothy Busfield on the Mark Aram Show. Uh, coming up on Wednesday, designated survivor on ABC Channel 2, uh, a runaway show, breakaway show, and now you're a part of the cast. Tell us about it. Well, I mean, designated survivor, we're big fans. My wife and I watched the show. We've been watching the show. I'm a big Kiefer Sutherland fan, fan. So this year to be invited in as a director and then Kiefer wanted me to play the shrink, his shrink, uh, to be involved in the sort of end of this season and the back half of this second season has been a joy. Uh, Kiefer's great. The scripts have been great. Uh, I really enjoy the cast, and to be able to direct them and act on the show has been great. Now we have Michael J. Fox coming up tomorrow night uh, for the to close us out as a sort of hammer, as a shrink. My, my make tapes, audio tapes of my analysis of the president and my computer gets hacked. And those tapes make it out into the general public, and Michael J. Fox is in to get that president out of office. It, for, um, forgive my ignorance, but is, is this the first time? Yeah. Is this the first time you've worked with Michael J. Fox? It's not. Um, I, I played Doug, his best friend on Family Ties in 1984, oh, and wow. Michael really helped me start this children's theater I created in Sacramento. I couldn't have done it without him. His support uh, uh, for that uh, uh, nonprofit was. Uh, ridiculous. He, we wouldn't be around 32 years later if it wasn't for him. So as far as being a friend and a co-worker, no, we've uh, known each other and worked together for, oh my gosh, what is that, you know, 34 years or something like that. Uh, boy, what a great pro and what a strong guy. Um, you know, he he's, breaks my heart and makes me happy at the exact same time. So, such a talented actor, so funny. We had a discussion a couple weeks on the show um, talking about Michael J. Fox really owned the 80s. If, if you think about careers in the 80s, musically you think of Michael Jackson, um, uh, comedy you think of Eddie Murphy, but when it comes to actors, I mean, Michael J. Fox, that was his decade. He owned the 80s. Oh, he sure did, didn't he? And, uh, yeah, you know, with the, oh, my God, the Back to the Futures and the, and then the feature films that he had, I, you know, yeah, he was gigantic, and to be a, a buddy of his at that time, uh, and all keeping his head on. You know, he's a really good, sweet guy, and, you know, I remember his, you know, him and Tracy getting together and, and starting off that relationship and um, begin then starting a family and, you know, the wedding, and, I mean, he, he had a lot going on in his personal life as well and has maintained that and has beautiful kids and just a spectacular human being. Talking to Timothy Busfield, designated survivor, Wednesdays on WSB-TV ABC. Before I let you go, you've had an amazing career, Timothy. When you're walking down the street, do most people recognize you from West Wing, 30-something, Revenge of the Nerds, or Field of Dreams? What, what's your most recognizable role at this point? <laughs> well, if they, if they recognize me for Revenge of the Nerds, I'd put a bullet in my head. <laughs> Nobody wants to look like that guy. Uh, you know, there are those that will come up and say, you know, last night a guy sort of followed Melissa and I, my wife, Melissa Gilbert, into the, into the subway to, you know, as he was sort of trying to figure it out. Uh, probably spent, you know, the, the, the $3 on a subway fare just to get down there and say, hey, which one was it? But, <laughs> you know, for, it, it, it varies. You know, people that I've been, you know, fortunately been around long enough that, you know, West Wing is very popular to certain people. If I'm in Washington, D.C., and people are screaming from their cars. And here in New York, it's probably, you know, West Wing, 30-something Field of Dreams. And, you know, the Midwest, it's probably Little Big League or, you know, Melissa's huge in the Midwest. So oh, sure, she's the one yeah. who always gets stopped there. Uh, but, uh, you know, it, it fortunately it varies, and I never know. 
Uh, I think I, they'll start to say, I'm a big fan, and guess which one it is, and, and I'm most often wrong. Um, and because there's been decades between so many really great parts, it's hard to say if they saw it and loved it when they were little or whether they've just discovered it recently. So it's really hard to, hard to tell. Timothy, big fans here in Atlanta. Thank you for your time. Best of luck with Designated Survivor. Thanks, Mark. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.